Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. in his eyes, like a madman. He wants to kill me. Someone does. Like the other three, flying on the floor in a pool of blood. Almost twelve o'clock. At night. Any minute now, there'll be a ring. Or a knock. <laughs> Midnight. The witching hour when the night is darkest. Our fears the strongest. And our strength at its lowest ebb. Midnight, when the graves gape open and death strikes. How? You'll learn the answer in just a minute in The Creeper. On this program, we bring you the best and most blood-curdling stories ever written. And so now we bring you a tale which you may have heard before. A tale which we consider a classic in terror and suspense. The Creeper by Joseph Ruskall. In the kitchenette of the New York apartment, the man and his wife listened to the evening news broadcast. New York. The unknown killer called The Creeper has struck again adding a third female corpse to his toll. Virginia Peters, a comely waitress, was found strangled to death in her third-floor apartment early this morning while her radio blared. As in the previous murders, a note was found scrawled on the wall with the victim's lipstick and the plea, for heaven's sake, catch me before I kill more. I cannot control myself. Police insist... Now, why'd you turn it off? Oh, how awful. How awful. And in this very neighborhood. Let's hear the rest. It's very interesting. Oh, you... Don't go turning that radio on again, Steve Grant. Heard enough. I'll go out of my mind, for heaven's sake. That's it. A good, solid clue. What is? For heaven's sake. How many men ever use that expression? Oh, shut up. Okay, Mrs. Grant. Pass the biscuits, my little pigeon. Pass the biscuits. E-D-D. Three women in three days murdered in cold blood by a mad fiend right here in Washington Heights. I'm too sick to go out, too scared to stay in. The lock's broke. He sits there eating, 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 past the biscuit. There's nothing wrong with my appetite, my love. Of course. That's what costs you your job on the police force. When I even think of... Some men drink to escape. I eat. Escape what? What? An ugly tongue, a beautiful face, and a roving eye. In short, a wife. Oh, so you're starting that again, you and your crazy jealousy. Yeah, maybe that's the creeper's way of escaping, too, Georgia. Who knows? Shut up. Go ahead and get a divorce. Go ahead. Can I help it if men look at me? Uh, I don't know why you come home at all. Where do you go? What do you do with yourself? Where were you this morning? Why'd you come back? To eat. But someday I'll lose my appetite for that, too. And when I do, my dear, there'll be no escape. And now I'm off again. Kissed. 
still using stage lipstick. Wipe it off. How many times must I tell you? You're married now, remember? Steve, wait. Yeah? At least go buy my medicine. Sorry, I got no time. Don't leave me here alone. Stay home this evening. Please, I'm afraid. Oh, don't be silly, pet. Nothing will happen to you. You got a doorman here, an elevator boy, Mrs. Stone across the hall, a phone. You're safe enough. But the night lock, it doesn't work. Oh, now you can't lock me out anymore. It doesn't catch. Something's happened to it since last night. Steve. Get a new one. I can't get a locksmith. I've tried all day. Steve, please. If I want to phone you, where will you be? Out. Goodbye. Take care of your cold. Pearly Chase, how are you? Here you got thrown off the force, Steve. Yeah, here you got thrown off the news, Pearly. You heard wrong. I wasn't fired, I was just warned. I wasn't fired either, just suspended for three days. Eating the lamb shop at Casey's when I should have been ringing in from the box at 162nd with all that trouble up there. On my way to headquarters now for reinstatement. I eat too much, my trouble is. I drink too much. Hey, you're living up at the Heights, Steve. Yeah. That's funny, me too. Yeah? Hey, you're married now to a beautiful and lovely young... With admiration. <laughs> Say it again. I think I knew her. Wasn't her stage name Georgia Dixon? Yeah, that's her. I love that wench, but... Ah, uh, women. How does a guy handle them? You know, maybe the creeper has the right man. <laughs> Thank you for taking the words out of my mouth. Who's the creeper, Steve? Any angles? You tell me and I'll split the reward with you. <laughs> Say, what do you think of Inspector Bradley's inside job here? Uh, nuts. Every janitor's a creeper? And as for that doorman, Jim Ellis, is because he worked at two of the three murder apartments? Pure coincidence. Anyway, they've released him. One thing, though, and I don't think even Bradley's put it together yet. Eh? In all three cases, just before the creeper struck, the door locks had already been tampered with. You don't say. You got a theory? Well, sure. I mean, uh, you take that note on the wall. For heaven's sake, in every case, for heaven's sake, catch me before I kill more. I cannot control myself. Right. Oh. Now, what man uses an expression like that? You want the lowdown? It's just this. A creeper is a woman. <laughs> a gimmick, eh? Yeah. Like the height of the message from the floor is a trick, six feet. And yet I'll lay odds the creeper's no more than a guy your height, say, or mine. Five nine, just like us, you or me. Only crazy. Yeah. How do you figure that? How do I figure lots of things? How do I know where the creeper's gonna strike next? You do? Certainly. The creeper's not so smart, he's just crazy. You play along crazy and you're one jump ahead of him. That's the trouble with Inspector Bradley, why he's up a tree. You expect logical clues from a madman? You play along crazy, make out you're the creeper. And what do you get? Well, go ahead, let's see. All right, the victims are all redheads, every one. You've noticed that, of course. Three in three days? Yeah, now that you mentioned They all lived in the heights, right? Agnes Martin, Jane Krutsky, Virginia Peters. All right. What was the number of the apartment in each case? Agnes lived in 1A, Jane 2B, Virginia 3C. Don't ask me the why or wherefore. Don't ask me the logic. Just play along crazy. See what I mean? 
Where's he going to strike next? Huh? I don't get you. The next victim of the creeper also lives in the Heights. She's a redhead. Her nightlock's been tampered with. She's going to get hers today, and her apartment number's 4D. Well, why are you looking at me? Don't you like my arithmetic? Curly, my wife's a redhead. We live in the Heights. And our apartment number is... <laughs> You're just a boozy reporter. Your apartment number? 4D, I told you. 4D, of course. It's pretty late, but I'll have it delivered. I was busy admiring your lipstick, Mrs. Grant. I've nothing like it in stock. 4D, I should have guessed it anyway. Why? Well, a face is a number. Believe me, since you've moved into the neighborhood, Mrs. Grant, for me it has a special number, like uh, Double Dandy Delicious Dream. Four Ds, you see? Ah, go on. But you tell that to every customer, female. I'm a ladies' man? Like the creeper? <laughs> what did I say? What's going on in this block? Raw nerves, you can't joke. The creeper, the oh. creeper, that's all I hear all day. It's mass hysteria. There ain't such an animal. Do you... You don't think so? I assure you, Mrs. Grant, it's a fairy tale for circulation of the tabloids. I'll send you a prescription up with the boy. No, uh, no I'll, I'll, I'll just wait here for it. Well, it'll take some time. You should go right home and stay there if you're just getting over the flu. I'll tell you what. I'll deliver it myself. It'll be a flu. No, 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 I'll, I'll wait. I, I may not go right back. I don't want to... I want to be there alone. I'm afraid. Very well. Suit yourself. I have a seat. For heaven's sake, stop me before I kill you. What? I cannot control myself. Hey, I was only joking, Mrs. Grant. Wait, Mrs. Grant, you're Towards 12 o'clock and... 
that smile you always give me. Maybe you shouldn't order to smile that way. Fourth floor. Let me out. If I drop in later, will you be more receptive? <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, thank goodness. Must be going out of my mind. Key. With my key. Darn this lock. Hello. Is the locksmith in yet? Well, I want to know how soon I can get my lock changed. Yes, I know it's late, but he promised. This is Mrs. Grant. Yes, 4D, yes. I know you just explained to me, but I must... Georgia? Yes? Yes, so, so won't you? I've please? been waiting for you. Oh, Don't you little fool oh, me. Do you want oh, the whole house to... That's better. What are you doing here? Oh, don't worry. You haven't got a thing to worry about now. I've come to protect you. Give me the phone. Hello? Never mind about the lock, thank you. Sit down. Make yourself at home. Been waiting here for you. Long time no see, Georgia. What do you want, Pearlie? Me? A headline. Your husband wants to. He wants I should keep an eye on you. What's that? Sure. You didn't think Steve and I were acquainted, did you? Oh, yes. From way back. Just met him at a bar. I don't believe you. What do you mean, keep an eye on me? Oh, just in case the creep... <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. You heard of the character? You're mad. You've always been mad, Pearly Chase. Where is Steve? Why should he send you here? 
Why should he think the creeper will come here? What are you doing here? Told you. Playing along crazy. Got a drink? You're drunk now. And you're getting right out of here. You're nothing but a no-good rummy. And you're nothing but a no-good... And you finish it. When I took the drink, it was to drown you out. And you know it. I'm still a rum pot, Angel. Which means I haven't got rid of you yet. Get out. You're a little two-time and redhead. You're all the same, you redheads. Even a wedding ring you can't change you. Oh, red. don't play the innocent. My business is snooping. I make a living at it. Between drinks. So your new motto's love thy neighbor, huh? Mr. Stone across the hall? Poor dumb Steve. I'm warning you. Get out or I'll call the police. Stay where you are. Oh, really? What are you doing with that gun? I wouldn't pick up that phone if I were you. You see, there's a big reward for the creeper and a heck of an exclusive, and I don't want to share it. I'm riding a hunch. Now sit down, darling. Just play along with me while I play along crazy. Sit down. That's it. Like we're expecting company. <laughs> let's have some music. Don't just sit. Let's have some music. I said turn on the radio. That's it. That's the good girl. Dance music. Ah, let's dance. Give me a rum, let's dance. Ah, like old times. Around and around like my brain. Why you trembling? I still love you, you little fool. Ask me why. I love you. I love you, you lovely redhead. I could kill you and you deserve it. Put the radio on, you could scream and no one is here. I could put my hand on your throat like this and I could strangle you. Why are you crying? Stop it. I'm here to protect you. Stop crying. Cut it, I said. Cut it out. I can't stand it. I never could. Okay. You want me to leave? All right, I will. It's all funeral. What am I saving you for anyway? Where's my hat? In a few minutes, there'll be a knock or a ring or the door will just open. And you'll be lying in a pool of blood like the other three. Goodbye, my worthless. Give my regards to the creeper. Oh, what if he comes back? He wants to kill me. He wants to kill me. Somebody wants to kill me. I must lie down. My head is splitting. Uh, trying to frighten me. Still a spite. That's it. Like the other three. In a pool of blood. Like the other three. Like the other three. Almost. Almost 12 o'clock. Any minute now, there will be a knock. Or a ring. <laughs> yes? This is the doorman, Mrs. Grant. Yes? The druggist is here with a medicine. Shall I let him up? The medicine? 
Oh, yes, let it. No, 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 no. Don't let that man up. Want me to bring it up? No, 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 no. I'm perfectly all right. I don't need any. I don't need it, you hear? Don't you dare come up. Don't dare me. <laughs> have it changed right away. My lock, my door lock. Yes, this is Mrs. Grant. Yes, I do want it. Of course, anyone can get in, anyone. They want to murder me, but I don't know who. It's the creeper. Will you come right away? Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, but hurry. Please hurry or I'll go out of my mind. Oh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I see others three in a pool of blood. Any minute now, a knock or a ring. <laughs> Who? Who's there? It's me, dear, Mrs. Stone. Oh, what do you want? I've been worried about you. Are you ill? No, I'm all right, Mrs. Stone. I'm feeling fine. Open up, dear. Don't you want me to keep you company? No, 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 thank you. I, I was just... Oh, stop that. No, no, please, go away. I'm going to sleep. Go away. You hear me? Go away. Uh, hello. Hello, Georgia. You oh. oh, Steve. Steve, I've been frantic. So good to hear your voice. Where are you? No, 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 not now. Not when I hear you, Steve. I don't know what came over me all day. I've been imagining things. So silly. My nerves. Sorry about supper tonight, honey. I wasn't myself. My job had me down, but now everything... Oh, of course. Forgive me, Steve. I've been bad, bad, wicked. Oh, darling, if you knew what I've gone through tonight, the most dreadful state. And then that... Steve, did you send someone here today? Curly Chase? And you did? Yeah, to keep you company. Isn't he still with you? No, I just got rid of him. Oh, I wish you hadn't. He's an all right guy. Smart reporter. Lives in the neighborhood, too. Honey, it sounds cockeyed. I mean, Pearlie's theory, but I was kind of worried when I got to thinking, so... Listen, Georgia. Yes? Don't let anyone in the house till I get home. No, no, I won't, Steve. Not anyone, do you hear? Not anyone. Oh, uh, Steve, wait. What? Wait, Steve, it's... Uh, thank goodness it's... Last, now I can breathe easy. Darling, just a minute. Georgia. Hello. Hello, George. Mr. Frank? Mr. Frank. Thank George, goodness you've come. Please step in. It's uh, the lock on this door. I want... Just a moment. My, my husband's on the chair. Did you hear me, Georgia? Steve? Yeah, what happened? There was something else I wanted to tell you. It's all right, darling. Everything all right now, Steve. You needn't worry. Didn't I just hear you talking to someone? Was that somebody at the door? No, it's no one, dear. Just M Mr. Frank, the locksmith. Locksmith? What a load. Georgia, listen. Listen, Georgia. That's what I was going to tell you. What is... The police are on a new trail. Nice lipstick, you George, Jesus Christ. George, yes. Very nice lipstick. Very nice
soft footsteps hurrying down the corridor, away from the door with the broken lock now standing ajar, the body of a red-headed woman. And still, should she know that her only visitor would be death, the clocks struck twelve for Again, when death knocks at the door, wearing a familiar face, and the clocks strike twelve for murder at midnight. The part of Georgia was played by Ann Shepard. With music by Charles Paul, Murder at Midnight was directed by Anton M. Leader. concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.